Ooh, welcome back to Solo Brolo. I'm your boy, Don Pierno, and this is episode number eight. Thanks for coming back, everybody. Hope you all had a good week and weekend. As always, I did the same shit I do every weekend, which is get drunk most of the day and then watch UFC fights at night. Nothing exciting to report. Um, nobody broke any arms, so that's kind of a bummer. I love seeing that shit. Oh, one one chick like dislocated her arm or whatever, but that's not as fun. I want to see the I want to hear the pop, you know. That's my shit. Oh, dude, I fucking all right. Want to talk about this? Like, I watched uh, a couple movies over the weekend, right? Like, I watched Varsity Blues again for the first time in like I don't know, like five years or something. Dude, that movie holds up, bro. I mean, it is like lame '90s, like teen heartthrob, fucking we're old teenagers, we party and fuck movie but varsity blues is the ship i forgot about the whipped cream bikini you guys remember the whipped cream bikini that was so fucking hot dude like i was everybody was talking about that i wish i was like uh old enough back then when that movie came out because like girlfriends were probably doing that for their boyfriends and shit that'd be dope yeah man that's a cool movie. It's um, it's about you know football in Texas. Like the fucking coaches are just like hardcore. Like I'll inject my fucking sixteen year old players with fucking cortisone shots in their knees and send them back out there. And then I was like, fuck, it probably really was like that back in the day. Even maybe now in Texas, dude. Football is so like football is like religion in Texas, dude. Especially high school football for some odd reason. Like I don't know, that's weird. It's everything, man. All we care about out here barbecue football. Yeah, man. I also watched, um, okay, dude, I know I talk a lot about how, like, movies don't make sense or whatever, but, like, because I get everyone's like, oh, dumb, you're fucking dumb, like, duh, movies are fantasy. <clears throat> they are, but, like, you, I don't, you, like, the movie, if the movie is supposed to be, ba like, so if you're watching, um, like, I don't know, fucking, in game, I don't know, I, give, I always go back to Avengers, like, I, I just, I'm a fucking comic book nerd, but if you're watching Deadpool, you know, like, you don't expect much realistic shit to happen in that movie because you're, it's like a comic book movie, you know, like, you're expecting, sh you know, crazy shit to happen. But if you're watching a movie about, like, a former military guy turned mercenary, like, that, like, you would expect some, some of that movie to be, like, somewhat realistic. Um, like, that movie Extraction with Chris Hemsworth was, like, super fun to watch, but the most unrealistic bullshit I've ever seen in my life, like, Transformers made more sense, like realistically, than that movie. <laughs> like the dude's like the army terminator. Like just he like dies eight times, just comes right back. It's fucking insane, dude. But anyway, even more egregious than that was I watched a movie with Ethan Hawk over the weekend and it was called Twenty Four Hours to Live. Right. And he plays like a mercenary, he's like a former special ops military guy, and he like now he kills for money. And like he gets forced back into like a job to kill this guy who like is supposed to testify against this company who's like trying this like testing doing like medical experiments on people in like Africa and shit right and so like what happens is like he ends up getting tasked to kill this person and then like he runs into the person's security guard and like he's supposed to kill her but he like doesn't because she's a woman like bro you're supposed to do your fucking job dude like that's like see like dude you, we can't give these women no, I'm just kidding <laughs> But he hesitates, he doesn't kill her, and then she ends up killing him, right? And this is, like, the very beginning of the movie, so you're like, what the fuck, dude? Like, this just started, this dude's already dead? Like, how? Which is kind of stupid, because, like, that early in the movie, you're like, all right, well, he's not, like, on the cover of the movie, because he's in it for ten minutes, so obviously he's gonna come back, you know? Like, so that kind of, like, if they would have done it, like, halfway through the movie, that would have made more sense to, like, you know what I mean? 
anyway, she kills him. <clears throat> and, like, he ends up coming back to life because of this, like, medical experiment that this, like, crazy, like, underground Illuminati corporation is working on. And, like, brings him back. But the, the catch is he only has 24 hours to live, right? And uh, he, like he goes back to help uh, like he goes against his contract right so he goes back to like help the chick like get the guy the deposition and then like the guy dies and then like they kidnap the chick's son and like are like you better give us the memory chip or we're gonna kill your son like and she's like oh my god my son and he's like oh my god your son and he's like i'm on your side now and like <laughs> and then he goes to the place and he, like kills the guy and kills all the people like one guy kills like every, dude, okay so there's a couple things about the movie right so like there's one scene where first of all the guy they're helping is like he's he's like well he's like turning against this military contractor right he's like i don't like that we were experimented on these people i'm breaking the news or whatever and like he, <laughs> they're carrying him around like because he's he's decided to come to them and flip because he's he didn't like what he saw and they have him in like handcuffs which is like why He's helping you like he's like he's like volunteering his help on top of the fact that he's already helping you. And then they get ambushed by this like mercenary group. Right. Because there's like contracts to kill this guy because the dude who owns the corporation back in the States is like going fucking ape shit. And he's like paying people millions of dollars to try and kill this guy. So they don't exp he doesn't get exposed, you know, and like <clears throat> he like <laughs> he he's running with them because like they get they get ambushed and like the only person that survives is his little security guard is this little like asian chick and she's wearing no body armor she just has like jeans and a t-shirt on pretty much and she has a handgun and every single one of her like decorated like tattooed up fucking hardcore special ops buff military dudes dead in like 12 seconds and she survives doesn't even get a scrape on her <laughs> like what the fuck and then second of all the dude you're carrying around is a former special ops soldier and you've got him in handcuffs like give him a fucking gun we need to fight everybody by yourself but she does plot twist like she's <laughs> she's super badass she doesn't need no body armor she just needs a handgun with somehow unlimited bullets like i don't know any fucking handgun that shoots like 32 rounds maybe i'm wrong i don't have guns um <laughs> And then, okay, and then it leads forward to, like, they end up getting in, like, a car chase, right? So, like, this mercenary group finds them, and, like, there they are. They're, like, chasing them through the city and shit, and, like, <laughs> they commandeer, like, a taxi cab. They're in, you know, take, keep in mind, right? Paint the scene. They're in South Africa, and then, like, it's not a very nice part of the area. It's, like, super run down, and they steal this taxi cab, which is, like, a brand of car I've never even heard of, but it looks like a mini version of like a 1982 Toyota minivan or something, you know, like it's obviously a piece of shit, <laughs> dude. I was enjoying the movie, right? Cause I was like baked. So I was like, this is whatever, this is dumb, but it's fun. Right. And I'm like watching it. And like the, the mercenary group chases after this vehicle and blasts them full of bullets. Like they're unloading everything they have on them. And somehow not one bullet gets through the car. Now one bullet pops a tire, no glass gets broken. Pretty much this taxi cab from like the eighties is bulletproof. <laughs> they even shoot out like, okay, wait, I'm like, because the back window gets shot out. Right. And then they shoot through the back window. That's been shot out. They, they shoot through the seats and the bullets don't even go through the seats. So you're watching this like cam, you know, this camera from behind the car or whatever, like during the chase and you're seeing like the bullet holes enter the seats, but they're not hitting anybody. Dude, listen, look, I, I know what we're all here for. 
everybody knows what we're here for. We want to watch this crazy, silly action movie. Dude, how crazy is that? This like he has twenty four hours to live. I'm cool accepting the fact that he was brought back from the dead and now has like eight hours to live at this point. I'm not okay with this taxi cab somehow being bullet fucking proof. And bullets coming from military-grade machine guns getting stopped by the headrest of this fucking minivan. Like, dude, listen. And then, you know, spoiler alert, if you want to watch this movie, it's on Amazon Prime. Um, go ahead. It's it's fun. Um, all the shit I'm talking. <laughs> the end of the movie comes, we're like, they kill the bad guy, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. And then he dies, right? Like, his little timer is like a little timer on his wrist, and it, it, it times out, and he dies. But does he... And then he wakes up again in the little hospital tent and like he's got the procedure done again. And it's like, oh, no, did it happen? Did it not happen? Did it happen? And he's like, they did the surgery on him again. I'll just do the surgery every day until he dies again. I don't know. What a stupid fucking <laughs> bulletproof taxi cab. I don't know, man. You got to take risks sometimes when you watch your movies. You know, there's so much shit online. I've ever like if you ever sat down and think or if you ever sit down and think about it, there's an enormous amount of stuff online for you to stream like there there are so many streaming platforms as it is i don't know how you decide which ones you have right i have amazon prime netflix hulu disney plus and hbo max i don't think i have oh and i have espn plus because i'm an mma junkie obviously or ufc junkie you know it's like that's that's like six streaming services which you know at this point everyone's right it, that pretty much equals the cost of cable. But you are getting what you want instead of paying for cable and not getting what you want, which are tons of commercials and a majority of shows you don't give a shit about. Hulu is really good for that, by the way, if you need a recommendation, because if you like to watch your network television shows, your big networks, NBC, CBS, Fox, whatever, you can get them there, which is great uh, because I don't like I don't want to watch commercials anyways. To the point where I was offered a bundle when I got ESPN Plus that would include Disney Plus and Hulu for like something like seven ninety nine a month. And I was like, nah, fuck that, because the Hulu was the ad-supported version. And I was not about that. I'm not about that life. I'm just not. TV's great. I can't. Oh, I thought about this, too, because I can't stand. Hopefully, I don't know if anyone agrees, but I cannot stand these, like, I don't watch TV motherfuckers. Like, dude, I don't have a TV in my bedroom. That sounds boring as fuck. No one wants, why? Why don't you have a TV in your bedroom? You don't want to watch a little TV before you go to bed? Like, what the hell, dude? Oh, I read a book. What, are you better than me? Probably, but I'm still, I don't like it. Like, oh, I read books. That bothers me, too. Like, oh, I read books. Oh, you should read books. Everybody should read more books. Oh, you're not smart if you don't read books. You know, you can just listen to audio tapes. Who the fuck has time? You ever notice a like read more books motherfucker is somebody that really doesn't have like a job or a very busy life? They're like, well, cause I'll read like six books a week. Like, yeah, that's easy to do when you have nothing to do but sit around all day and read books. Motherfucker. I work, bitch. You know, read no fucking books. <laughs> I do listen to um uh, I like audiobooks. Um, if I get a chance to like listen to an audiobook, because that's like a podcast, you know. Um I think that's like the best way to do it, especially if the author themselves narrates it, because then you're getting the best of both worlds. They're like, you know, getting their source material plus them telling you about it, which you, you get extra stuff. Um, 
I think it was like in 50 years, we'll all be chicks. I had the audio version of that as an Adam Carolla book. I think maybe it was like one of his one or first one or two books. And that was super fun because like he's added a bunch of extra shit that wasn't in the book, which is like super great because that book's amazing. Um, and he was right. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't know. I, I'm just joking around, by the way. If you read books, that's great. I'm, you know, not much of a book reader. I do read books if it's uh like if it's. I like more like nonfiction, I think, because I read like The Wolf of Wall Street when that movie came out. I, I love the movie so much. And I got the book because I was like, I want to know the real story of like what really happened because Hollywood Hollywood's things up a lot, you know. But I got the book and the book was great and it had a lot of extra uh, stuff in there. Uh, Jordan himself wrote that book. So it was in his telling. So I'm just, you know, but not a lot of it glorified him very much. You know, he was definitely on the like team of like, I'm a fucking idiot. I screwed up, but that would have been so cool. I don't know what's wrong with me. Like I watch movies like that. Wolf of Wall Street, um, bank heist movies, especially bank heist movies where I'm always rooting for the bad guy. I don't know if it's like this weird fantasy of wanting to get away with something that gnarly because movies makes it look like it's so cool, you know, but like, or just being like, just being so rich that you have a helicopter and this mansion. And that guy was in his early twenties when he popped off like that. I couldn't even imagine if I was 25 and I was bringing something like $30 million a year or something, right? That's what he was making, I think. Man, that movie's crazy. You just, I mean, it would probably be so easy to get caught up in that. You find a way to exploit the system, you start making money, and then you're like, you convince yourself you're not hurting anybody, you're just taking money from a little bit from everybody, and you're, but man, if the movie's right, um, the book, the way the book labeled it out was that he, he did try, like he knew, I think the movie alluded that he didn't really know there he was being watched for as long as he was and in the book. He says that he did kind of know, um, he knew they were on to him and he was trying his best to, uh, elude them. But at some point it just became so big that he just, he, there was nothing he could do. Uh, there was nothing he could hide at that point. It was everything was out in the open, especially when he went public. Um, so it was just like crazy. That whole situation was crazy, but he, he probably could have stopped it. I think a lot of those movies like Blow. There was a point in Blow where I always reference uh, with Johnny Depp. You don't remember that movie where he you know, ends up becoming like one of the biggest distributors of cocaine uh, in the United States. And uh, there's a point in that movie where he rents a house because he's got so much money that he can't put it in the bank yet and it literally fills this entire house from the front to the back every room stuffed with money you can't like open the door money falls out and he doesn't stop like that's the point in the movie where i get frustrated because it's like dude i mean i i know a lot of people say they do it for like the power and the respect and shit and like being the guy being the guy is probably great Everyone kisses your ass. You've got, you know, fancy suits, nice cars, private jets, you know, being in a cartel, shit like that, fucking El Chapo and all that nonsense. Like, listen, there's a reason those dudes spend so much money to protect what they got because that's a glorious life aside from all the terrible shit they do. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. I'm not admiring any of those guys, but it's insane to think that you could sell drugs and have a private jet and an estate and 
Bentleys and Ferraris and Lamborghinis and Tigers, and it's all from selling drugs. Like, let that sink into your brain. I'm sure being that guy in their eyes is everything. You probably feel like a god among men or a king among peasants. No one says no to you. No one no one would dare no one would dare question you. Everything's handed to you on a literal silver platter, platinum platter, gold platter, whatever, unlimited women, unlimited cars, unlimited houses. I mean I can there's no wonder why, you know, so many dudes do it they you know they put these guys in prison but then someone else just steps right up takes over because that's too much money to let sit around no one's going to sit around and watch that happen they don't want to be a part of it you know they want to fucking they want to get a little piece of that bread but then i watch movies like that like ben Kai's movies or wolf of wall street and i'm like oh man if you only got away with it that's why i like cocaine cowboys <laughs> if you know you know about cocaine cowboys because those dudes got away with it that's the best, one of the best documentaries ever because they they did some G shit, right? They sold their crazy amounts of drugs, kilos and kilos, back in the, I think it was like the 60s and 70s in Miami. And uh, and then they got away with it. They're like one of the guys, if I'm not, if my memory serves correctly, is sitting in front of his house, like, which is like a fucking mansion in Florida, just talking about like, yo, yeah, the house behind me was bought with cocaine. <laughs> That's crazy to me. Um, that's one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite ones, though, because this guy's figured it out. You know, they did it. They got away with it. They're pieces of shit for sure. I mean, they supplied a lot of drugs. Bah, 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 mansion, jet skis, private jets, Bentleys. <laughs> it's crazy shit, dude. Not everybody can do that. I don't know. Wolf of Wall Street. That's different because that guy stole money from people, a lot of people, but still crazy, man. A hustler, man. That's a hustler right there, dude. Dude comes out in his early 20s, fucking figures out the game, levels it, knocks it out, dude. Millions of dollars, millions, millions of dollars. Hot-ass fucking wife, Ferrari and shit. Crazy, dude. It's crazy. You know, that rise, that rise to fucking stardom and millions and millions of... Dude, imagine having nothing, literally nothing to like overnight you know, quote unquote overnight, but within a year you made like $30 million just because you figured it out, dude. You figured out how to game the system, man. Like, oh fuck, dude. A lot of people would do that. I mean, but you're doing it at the risk of getting caught, which is getting caught comes with a lot of jail time and a lot of issues. And so there's a give and take, man. I don't know. I don't think that, Ooh, I might take the risk. You know, but I would try and be smart and get out before it became too obvious. You know, you got 30 million, dude. Cut it off. Fucking sell the company, move on. 30 million, you can live the rest of your life on that, dude. But you gotta, you wanna make 100 million. Why? I looked it up recently. There's 600 and I fucking, I'm gonna fuck it up. I better just look it up again. But I was pretty sure that it was like 600 billionaires in the US. Um, and that's crazy to me because there's like there's so much money in the world, but that that the fact that we can hold like that much just in the U.S. alone, there's 614 billionaires, and they account for like something like three trillion. What is it like? 
three trillion dollars or something which is insane we even have that much money in you know you know what i mean like but those guys i guarantee you not all of them earned it in an honest way man some of them maybe you know like bezos whatever i don't know but he just sold products but he you know what i mean like it was at the expense of a lot of shit you know and um i mean everybody that made billions of dollars i think at some in some point along their way had to fuck somebody over because that's like a ruthless amount of money that's like tanking grandma's fucking taking grandma's fucking houses and shit like you know what i mean like oh we're gonna foreclose on grandma houses today we're gonna make a fortune like you gotta make you know to make that kind of money you gotta sacrifice some kind of morals i think maybe not in every case maybe sometimes it's not like that but i think the majority it's probably like that you know so if i ever become a billionaire you'll know i'll fuck some people over (laughs) confirmed right here I don't know. That's a weird thing. That's that's always been a thing throughout history, though, right? Like when you watch like movies and shit, where they're like, like, uh, what was that? There will be blood. Like the fucking crazy train oil barons that like, oh, fucking kill everybody. I don't give a fuck. Mind my coal, bitch. Those guys, you know, they weren't nice guys. The richest guys back in the day, in like the seventeen, eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds, they were fucking monsters, dude. They had all the money, and nobody had any money. They didn't give a shit about their employees, you know. They leave their fucking employees to die in the coal mines and shit because it was cheaper to just let them be down there than pay for the resources to get them out. It's crazy. That was another thing I thought about today. I got super high and I was thinking, like, how do we even know? Like, you ever think about history, right? Like, everything that could be documented has been documented, right? For the most part. So when you're learning about like World War One, there's pictures, there's letters, there's, um, you know, there's proof, obviously, the government was involved, we were in a fucking war, you know, but sometimes when you look back at like, how did we know there were like knights of the round table and shit, you know, like dudes fighting in armor and stuff like who fucking wrote the book? <laughs> how do we know that guy was really there? You know what I mean? Like, it has a lot of the same ringings as like the Bible, you know, like I wouldn't be so crazy about like, not crazy, but like, I don't believe in religion. You know, I think it's, I'm, if you do, that's great. You know, like more power to you. I'm, I don't hate on it. You know, I just, it's kind of like, there's too many versions of the book. <laughs> if there was like, if like, if there was like one Bible and it was like the Bible and it was like in a museum next to the fucking Mona Lisa and it was like, there it is. It's been reprinted. That's the only one. Maybe, but like, there's like so many versions of it. Like, everyone's just like, I don't like that version of it. I'm gonna tell this this fucking version. You should, which one do I believe? Like, you believe this one, and someone over there is like, No, you should believe this one. Like, oh fuck, what do I believe, dude? Like, <laughs> I don't know what to believe, man. But I don't believe that there were dinosaurs. No, I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> we have fossils, right? Like, I know that they have like in museums they have like armor and shit from like back in the knights of the round table days. You know, like the Knights Templar, fucking twelve hundred BC. Ah, fuck, whatever. I don't know. I don't know anything about dates and shit. That's too long ago for me to know. But how do we know that was real? Like King Arthur, like he fought with a broadsword. How fuck, bitch? Who told you? How do we know? Are there pictures? If there's pictures, I'll eat my, I'll eat crow. But I don't know if there's pictures. Maybe people made them up. They like drew it. They're like, this is what happened back in the day, but it didn't really happen. Why did I just, why was, I don't know. I'm going off on a fucking tangent. I know I'm not smart enough to talk about history. There's probably someone out there like screaming right now about like how I'm an idiot and I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. And I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But 
Dinosaurs weren't real, and neither were the knights of the round table. <laughs> Dinosaurs don't fucking, you don't know, dude. They just fucking found some bones, bro. They're just guessing, dude. Fucking, we don't know, dude. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Jurassic Park's such a dumb movie. Like, we're going to bring dinosaurs back. Oh, okay. Like, the fuck? Who's in a... Like, nobody would ever agree. First of all, if we could clone shit, and the first thing cloned was a fucking T-Rex that destroyed, like, downtown Los Angeles, like... <laughs> that'd be the best thing ever, dude. <laughs> We've been working on it for 10 years. Jurassic Park is not a movie. <laughs> no, it's like research. They, like, use it for research and shit. And all of a sudden, there's a T-Rex tearing through downtown Los Angeles. I, like... Everyone talks about, like, natural disaster, earthquakes, fucking whatever. Like, that's gonna, like, end us. I just... I honestly really, like, down to, like, the deepest parts of my soul hope that it's, like a godzilla type monster event like if like if we're gonna all get taken out like can something just rise out of the ocean and like obliterate the city and then like move on and just obliterate everything and just make its way across the country obliterating everything like why can't that just happen or like multiple ones of them pop up or like like fuck aliens dude like let's get fucking godzilla up in this bitch dude like a big giant 300 story tall fucking lizard that breathes fire and shit that is that like if you saw that you'd be like holy fuck what a cool thing to see before i die you know not a fucking earthquake or a hurricane that's boring as shit no one wants to die in that that's a stupid way to die that would suck oh my god a strong wind like that's a bummer dude Oh, the fucking ground shook. I don't know. I'm in California. I shouldn't be fucking tempting the gods with earthquake hate. Like, that's just... We, everyone was like, you, the big ones come in. Like, dude, whatever. I mean, everything's coming always, you know? The big one. I'm in Southern California. I'm not that worried about the big one, you know? that That's going to hit, like, San Francisco and shit. And fuck, San Francisco is a fucking shithole, dude. If you disagree, then you're fucking, you probably live there, you know, and even, you know, dude, San Francisco is a shit hole. People are allowed to shit in the streets. You imagine paying like $4,400 a month for your fucking 700, 600 square foot fucking studio. And then you walk outside and there's a bum shitting on the steps in front of your door. Morning, Jim. (laughs) You want to clean that? You want to clean that for me? Thanks. That would suck, dude. San Francisco is awful. I was there once when I was younger. I was probably like 17 or 18. Wasn't a big fan. It was super crowded. Everything was mega expensive. All the roads are dumb. You like take a right turn. It's a one way. Like, fuck, dude. Why? Why? The San Francisco Bridge is a pain in the fucking ass. If you're going to go by through the Golden Gate Bridge, it's a pain in the ass, dude. It takes forever to get across it. The traffic up to it is, is fucking horrendous. Everything just, you can just park off to the side and look at it. That's great. People want to drive through it, walk or walk across it. You know how fucking long that is? I don't know either, but it's long. It's very, it's miles. And I don't want to fucking, I didn't want to do that. You could see Alcatraz in the distance. And I was like, that would be cool to like go visit that weird, creepy little prison on the water. But. That'd be the only cool part about it. So the coolest part about San Francisco is their fucking floating prison in the middle of the water. Kill. They've got seafood, bro. Everywhere's got seafood, bro. You can go to fucking Long Beach and get seafood. You know what I'm saying? Seafood's fucking everywhere. I'd rather go to San Diego and get some seafood. San Diego is very nice. Big beaches, great seafood. 
I'm not going to fucking San Francisco for Alcatraz. Would you have to make a reservation for? And it's like closed most of the year because the water is too high. What the fuck? Dude, but how do people get there back in the day when we didn't have like technology and shit and then just fucking get on these rickety ass boats to their fucking job at Alcatraz? What a crazy fucking living, dude. Do you imagine like you're just like, ah, oh, I fucking work on a prison in the middle of the water. That's fucking weird, dude. What if not? Like that's the craziest prison. Like nothing ever happened. No natural disaster ever struck that thing and like blew the fucking walls out. Like you imagine that's crazy. And the San Francisco Bay is like, I mean, San Francisco water itself is pretty rough, dude. Like that's pretty nuts, man. I don't know. I do think I want to go there at one point in my life, but I'm not going to San Francisco for it. Like I'll go to it if I'm already in San Francisco for something else, which I don't know what the fuck that could possibly ever be. But if it ever is, I might check out Alcatraz. You know what I mean? I don't know. Traveling's weird to me. I, I don't like flying. It's a pain in the ass. I hate flying. I'm gonna go visit the visit the homies in Texas this summer, and uh, I gotta fly because I'm not down for that drive because I hate driving. I just hate everything, dude. Like I don't know what the deal is, but flying sucks. Yes. I don't wanna fly. I hate it. I don't like being around that many people and there's like closed quarters and like planes are uncomfortable as shit and people suck ass. And I'm just afraid someone's gonna like scream at somebody for like wearing a mask or not wearing a mask or mask related things and just oh, fucking don't like it, dude. It's not my jam, bro. But I'm gonna have to do it. I gotta suck it up and do it. Ugh. Fucking Elon Musk, man, creating all these cars and shit. You're a fucking teleporter already, dude. Fucking figure it out, bro. I've had enough. Everybody else, we've had enough. We've all had enough. Figure it the fuck out, Elon tired of it dude let me teleport to fucking work so i can get up three minutes before i have to fucking be there figure this shit out dude you're not making the world better all right well uh on that note um <laughs> i love you guys thank you for coming back again as usual uh, my name is dom pierno this is solo brolo uh if you're listening to this today on monday june 21st <laughs> uh you can come catch me at dirty nelly's in costa mesa i will be there performing with some comics um that'll be fun and then thursday june 24th huntington beach gallagher's irish pub i will be there performing with a bunch of funny comics come check me out um i do have some dates coming up uh after that but i'll announce those on the next pod cast episode words english um, I love you guys. Thank you for coming here. Please uh, do me a big favor. If you listen to this podcast and you really enjoy it, um, please do your best. Like share it with your friends, share it with your coworkers, you know, pass it on, man. Like podcasting is hard. I'm doing my best here to entertain y'all. And uh, I'm glad for those of you that come back every week and listen. But um, let's get the word out, peeps. You know, my bros, my bros, brosettes. I love you all. Have a good, safe, happy week. Uh, Don Pierno, out.